Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 46, recorded April 17th, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, finding the elusive ASA twin exclusive 5700, COP2 locksmith, the theory of picking tapered drivers, how to make your own notch decoder, first public pick of the Gerda 6000, lock picking criminals, sales, and giveaways. Remember, you can find the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. You can find the video version on YouTube. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some other apps limit the length of show notes and the ability to post links. If you are using one of those, you can always find full show notes with links at thelocksportscast.com. Quick announcement before we get into the news. I'm thinking of modifying my monthly giveaway to include the option of a gift card or gift certificate instead of a lock. Um, normally, I just give away one of my custom engraved pack locks every month, but I'm thinking about adding a gift certificate or gift card option. But I want that option, that gift card or gift certificate, to be for a service run by a community member. I kind of feel this benefits people who already have won a lock or anybody else that may not particularly want my pack lock. And it should also benefit the community member running the service that the gift certificate is for. Kind of keeps my money that I'm spending in the Locksport community. So if you have a web store or any kind of uh, service for the Locksport community that has the ability to issue a gift card or gift certificate, or you want to work something out, preferably in the $20 to $25 range, contact me so I can make arrangements to purchase some. And we'll give it a try and see what happens. First up in the news, we have an article called Lessons from Lockdown, What Central Texans Learned During a Year of COVID-19. The one article in there is focused a little bit on Locksport, so I'll just read that here. Many of us spent more time outdoors learning to take notice and appreciate the people and things around us. Some of us, like Brian Forget, used long stretches stuck at home to learn a new hobby. Forget lock-picked through lockdown, keeping his hands busy trying to pick locks every night instead of eating ice cream in front of the TV. So. I think a lot of us who were uh, in the community right now either used what extra time might have had to our advantage in uh, advancing in lock sport, and I think it brought a few new people in, just like this gentleman. So that is uh, one thing that came out of this whole lockdown issue, I guess. In Blooming- Bloomington, Indiana, Blooming Labs Hackerspace has been uh, offering lock picking for sport Uh, workshops. Looks like they have another one scheduled for Saturday, April 24th, 2021, between 1 and 3 p.m. This is a virtual format. You pick up kits from the hackerspace itself. The cost is $25, $10 for members, plus a lock picking kit. They have kits for sale or also uh, borrow a kit where you just leave a deposit. The maximum class size is, is currently 10 students. It says, picking locks is a fun pastime, and we'll show you how it's done in a virtual workshop. We'll start with our code of ethics and then dive into picking. Lock picks will be available for sale and delivered ahead of the virtual workshop. Locks will also be provided. So I'll have a link to that in the show notes in case you're in the area and you're interested, or you know somebody who wants to learn. 
First up in community news, I'd like to congratulate Dark Arts Lockpicking for hitting his 2,000 subscriber mark. Congratulations. Uh, well earned. I was enjoying watching your live streams uh, last week. And the Lockpicking Patrolman is now documenting his journey to becoming a locksmith with a new vlog series. So far he's put in his application and, it's been a, and he has been approved to take a test, which basically means, yes, the uh, police officer passed the background check, basically. <laughs> so he's scheduled to take his test and he's put a playlist on his YouTube channel documenting the the experience. The playlist is called Cop to Locksmith, a vlog, and I will have a link to that in the show notes in case you're interested. I recommend you go check it out. Artichoke2000 has put out a really good video on picking tapered pins. He demonstrates and explains what's actually happening with the pins. The video is number 23, The Theory of Picking Tapered Drivers. His Description reads, in this video, we'll explore the theory of picking my least favorite security pin, the tapered driver. Special thanks to Mr. Timothy Digby, Diggs, proprietor of Digby Lock and Tools, for creating the fantastic cutaway in this video. And I will have a link to the video and also to Digby Lock and Tool in the show notes. Uh, Diggs does do custom work like custom cutaways, in case anybody is interested. Fishpix put out a video about how to make your own notch decoder for combination locks. The video is entitled, How to Make Your Own Notch Decoder to Open Combination Locks. His description reads, In this episode, I'll be taking you through a detailed tutorial so that you can make your own notch decoder to open combination locks. This bypass tool will allow you to decode many of the commercially available combination locks and key safes, and given how expensive and fragile the commercially available models are, it could well save you some money and frustration over time. It's a pretty good video. He goes over the dimensions, the materials he used, how he formed the handles, all that, and then how to use the tool. So, good video. Mr. Black Magic has put out another one of his lock cam videos, this one on the ASA Desmo, and he goes through and shows you how to pick it with the down the keyway shot. Um, really, it's a great way to see exactly what he's doing while he's in there. He also guts it and explains the, the lock sum, and he expects this to be confirmed as a new speed picking record with a time of 43 seconds. And I know I pronounced this wrong, name wrong, but uh, Yebend uh, has completed what appears to be the first public pick of the Gerda 6000. Um, I'm going to be saying that from now on, that it appears to be the first public pick of the whatever lock at least that's what i'm planning on saying because there's no way to guarantee that somebody somewhere in some lock picking group that isn't online didn't pick one of these before um and while you can try to search for videos you may not necessarily find everything that's out there so for now just gonna say this is what appears to be the first public pick of the gerda 6000 by abend and his video will be linked in the show notes. Congratulations on that excellent picking. Another quick reminder, Tool US board election voting will be open through April 23rd. Not much time left. If you haven't voted already, make sure you do. If you are a member of Tool and you have not received the information on how to vote yet, then make sure to reach out to Tool and see what, what's going on with your membership. On April 14th, Rune posted a, in the speedlocks.org Discord, and the post reads, 
we are at the halfway point for pre-orders for the Tournament of Champions 2021. If you have not done so, pre-order your lock using the following document, and he provides a link to the form for pre-ordering your lock. Payment of $35 US for US residents or $45 US for international residents can be submitted, and he provides a PayPal link and must be submitted before May 1st, 2021 to confirm your spot in the tournament. He says, current confirmed participants in the tournament are Diggs, Locksport Viking, The Tin Man 1986, Panda Frog, Lemon, Dusty and Windy, Georgia Jim, HV Logic, Kraken, Big Truck, and Froggy Picker. The current prize pool is a Master Lock number four, a Master Lock number six, Berg Wachner Atlantic, Quickset Mortis, 4X, Four times custom dig trays, custom pick, 3D printed followers and holders, silver American lock 1166, and silver Abus 7440 lotto. It says, please keep sharing and spreading the word to increase that prize pool. And while we're on the subject of speedlocks.org, we have a couple new speed records posted on the 16th. Rune Picker picked the Brinks 40mm laminated padlock in 3.103 seconds, and Kraken picked the Abus 5540 in 5.08 seconds. And before I go on to announcing the new Lock Pickers United Karate Belts, I'd just like to put out there for anybody who's not familiar with the Lock Pickers United Karate Belt system that they can check out what it's all about either by listening to the lock sportscast episode number two entitled breaking rules and getting the belt or head over to r slash lock picking on reddit and check out the belt ranking information sidebar page and they'll give you all of the details about what the system is about and how it works for new belts this week uh right as of the recording of this Sayotos, Sayotos, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, earned brown, and Mineral 4X earned red. Congratulations on those accomplishments. Now it's time to take a quick break and say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. We have the founding executive producers. These are my Patreon subscribers. We have Bill N., Medler, Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starlock, Williams Brain, Dave to be deciphered. Lebon's Locksport Journey, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, PH Picker, Three Raccoons in a Raincoat, and Cherell. And the chief content producer for this episode will also be Cherell. He sent in the most information for me to use this episode. Content, other content producers for this episode are Culper, Evil Arch Conservative, HV Logic, Joshua Gonzalez, Mao, Mr. Black Magic, Panda Frog, Pocket Woman, Rune, and Starlock, thanks to all of you. Remember, the show is only possible because of the information and support sent by the community. So if you value the podcast, please support it by sending in any news, links, information, anything you have that's Locksport related that you think the community should know about or might want to know about, send it in to me. You can go to locksportscast.com slash contact and all of my content, all of my contact information is over there. Um... You can share the podcast with your lockpicking friends. The more people that listen, the more people that will send in information and the better the podcast can become. You can leave a review or a comment on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, make sure to give it a thumbs up. You can subscribe or donate on Patreon or PayPal. Uh, patrons do get a private RSS feed that gets them the episodes as soon as they're done, not on the normal Monday release date. 
if that's important to you. If you support the show with a donation or information I use in the show, I will give you a credit and a shout out on the show. Also, I have been continuing to update the resources page on thelocksportscast.com. I currently have all of the Discord servers that I know of that are Locksport related, forums, websites, the subreddits, the Facebook groups, uh, any active live streams that are currently being held that I know about and when they uh, normally stream. And I have some tool supplier websites, some uh, informational websites for Locksport. So if you're interested, you can head over to locksportscast.com resources and you can check all that out. If you'd like to send feedback, you can go to locksportscast.com contact and you can get a hold of me there. If you want to rebut something I've said on the show or add something for me to say, you're welcome to submit a note, video, or audio recording. Keep it a reasonable length, polite, work and family safe, not political, and no drama. And I will uh, share that on the show. So back in episode 42, I shared a video by Lockpickers United contributor Mao in which he tears down the ASA twin exclusive 5700 and discusses what makes this twin exclusive different from the normal twin exclusive that's basically an upgrade to the twin 6000 series that video was as far as we know the first public representation of that lock that we know of and his video was entitled lpu teardown asa twin exclusive 5700 more than one listener recommended that i contact mao to get the story of how he discovered and obtained that rare lock so with the help of culper woodhull i was able to get a hold of mao and get the story so i will uh share that with you now so Mao says, I first learned about the twin exclusives from Han Fei's Asa Twin article where he has some official diagram showing the sidebar operation and the side pins, although the resolution is too low to really see the counter milling in the sidebar. He did not seem aware that there are two different twin exclusives that only really share a name and he mixes information about both of them as he talks about it. This was really confusing and if you look into official asset literature, they explain the twin exclusive is an upgrade to the 6000 and they are identical except for the keyway. However, if you Google twin exclusive, you can find a few pictures and stock photos showing a key that looks nothing like a twin 6000 key and it says twin exclusive right on it. As you look into that more, you find a lot of .ee, Estonian, websites that talk about it and name it the 5700 series, though most of them will tell you it's no longer made and steer you toward the D12 instead. Some sites do have it for sale, but after contacting their customer service, they will tell you that those are for key systems only, and you can, order, and you can only order them special from the factory, keyed for, to your system, and they do not come with keys. These are only included in the website at all because the website did a direct port of items from the Baltic ASA catalog, and the particular locksmith or hardware supplier who runs the site does not actually have any of them. Rather, the way to actually buy them is through the ASA Max version. ASA Max is just a marketing term that ASA uses to describe locks that were sold direct to consumers in hardware stores and such, and they come in a box with several keys and a keycard. They did this for twin commies and twin pros, among other locks. This is something I only learned later, and this is the specific item to track down. 
it is very difficult to do that. I try to, to contact a bunch of different hardware suppliers and locksmith, although most of them ignored me or gave me the same speech that the locks are no longer made and they recommend to use the D12 instead. I tried to get somebody in Estonia to buy it for me via an international shopper package forwarding sort of website. I tried to hunt down any other site that even mentioned the name to see if they would sell it to me. The way I was able to get it in the end was through an Estonian electronics wholesaler who I randomly contacted on eBay to see if he had any way to order it. At this point in my search for this lock, I had a list of future options to try and people to contact, and this was one of the later ones, and one I gave low chance of success. I fully expected this guy to tell me that locks aren't what he usually deals with, and he can't help me. But he said he was happy to look for it and reach out to his suppliers. He got back to me a few days later saying it was extremely difficult to find, as it had been discontinued, but one supplier did have a few, 10 to be exact. He told me it would be $200 each plus shipping and taxes. This was super expensive, but I was eager to have this thing in my hands. At this point, I still had no idea what was in the lock. Information about it is nearly non-existent besides typical asset information about patented keyways and it has a side pin mechanism and so forth. There were maybe four or five pictures of it on the whole internet and none of them showed the guts. I know that it could easily arrive and have no sidebar installed or have an unremarkable sidebar mechanism identical to some other ASA or anything really. It was only while waiting for it to arrive did I go back and look closely at Han Fei's article's pictures and notice two distinct fences with a gap in the middle. I got pretty excited to see that that was what made the lock different and was pretty happy to see that was exactly how the lock worked when it arrived and I gutted it. This was a whole nearly two-year-long search for this lock, and it surprisingly actually paid off. The mechanism is so unique and interesting to me, and it'll probably remain a favorite in my collection for a long while. And I don't blame you, Mal. Wow, what a story. Um, now that's determination. <laughs> and that's, uh, he searched this thing out, spent all this time, and then uh, shared it with all of us, and we got to learn something new because of his hard work. So thank you, Mal. Thank you for the story. Thank you for your dedication to keep searching that out and finding that lock. And now to the crazy locksmith story of the week, which comes from the American Key Supply website, link in the show notes. The story reads, The strangest service call I've been on was shortly after I started on my own. I received a call regarding a lock that was jammed, and the mail party calling had broken the only two keys he had to the lock. When I arrived, he escorted me to the master bedroom where his wife was attached to the brass headboard by a pair of cheap handcuffs. Covering the best she could, I was able to manipulate the open and release her to freedom. To this day, I occasionally see them and just smile knowing their secret of the past. Moving on to lockpicking criminal news, our first story is out of Tazewell, Virginia, entitled Two Charged with Video Game Fraud. It's from the swvatoday.com website and was written by Jim Talbert. It says, two people are in custody for allegedly defrauding gambling devices at a local store. Major Harold Hetley of the Tazewell County Sheriff's Office said deputies responded to a call at the Stop and Save in Bluefield. The clerk called 911 after two men attempted to cash in tickets they obtained from machines at the store. Hetley said the two suspects were using a piece of currency covered with plastic that had hooks attached to it. They would slide the currency into the machine, and once the 
purchase was registered and they obtained the tickets, they used the hooks to pull the money out. The store clerk became suspicious and refused to pay the men when they attempted to cash out and called police who arrived before the men departed. Both are charged with obtaining money by false pretenses, petty larceny, and attempting to obtain money by false pretenses from gambling. Both men are being held at the Southwest Regional Jail without bond. Headley said the sheriff's office obtained a search warrant April 2nd and seized the vehicle the two men were traveling in. They discovered $3,400 in cash in a sock, more hooks, lockpicks, and key blanks. The major said all the information obtained by the sheriff's office was sent to the Commonwealth Attorney's Office. The next story is out of Lawson, Oklahoma. Lockpicking and door kicking leads to citizens' arrest from the Lawton Constitution by Chris Wilson. A Lawton man is in jail after a bar owner placed him under citizens' arrest for trespassing Saturday afternoon. Police were called to the 1100 block of Southwest Summit Avenue because a male was attempting to pick a locked door, according to police reports. When officers arrived, they saw a man kicking the door at, to the local bar. When the man noticed police officers, he removed his shirt and began yelling at the officers. The officers ordered the man to sit down, at which time he removed a large kitchen knife and threw it on the ground. After placing the man in handcuffs, officers spoke with the bar owner, who said the man had been served a beer. The man, against the advice of the bartender, took the beer outside the establishment. The owner followed the man out to demand he return the beverage. He then threw the bottle at the owner, at which point the owner told the man to leave. The man then charged toward the door, but the owner was able to close and lock the door before he uh, could re-enter the bar. According to the police report, the man began to yell threats while kicking the door and at some point attempted to pick the lock. The man told officers he was kicking the door because he believed his brother was being held against his will in the bar. After three attempts by police to talk with the brother, he finally identified himself and came outside. Once outside, the brother told the man to quit acting stupid. Officers then heard the man threaten to kill the owner for holding his brother against his will. The officers asked the owner if they would like to place the man under citizen's arrest, to which the owner replied, yes, he threatened me. Officers then completed a citizen's arrest against the man for criminal trespassing and threatening to perform acts of violence, according to the report. The man was transported to the city jail, where, according to reports, he became even more uncompliant. On to sales for this week. We have uh, Megadepot.com, 5% off a order of $250 or more on Abus products with the code ABU5. That expires on April 30th. We have the 10% off code at 3D Lock Sports with the code PACKLOCK10. Mako Locks, 15% off with the code BUYMAKO. And it appears their Back Friday specials page is still working as of this recording. UK Lock Pickers, 10% off with the code GIFT. We'll start off the giveaway section with a new giveaway from Evil Arch Conservative, the Leather and Locks 234 subscriber giveaway, hashtag Leather and Locks. Two prize packages, one leather, one locks, ends May 3rd, 2021. Rules, quick overview here. Be a subscriber. If you have a lock sport channel, some show somewhere outside that you enjoy, preferably picking a lock at that location. Use the hashtag Leather and Locks. If you don't have a channel, email with a picture of your favorite location. Don't uh, specify if you want the leather or the locks. And got the email there. Again, ends May 3rd, 2021. 
We still have the Seven Deadly Sins hashtag Speed Sloth giveaway by Sloth Picker. And there are, reminder, there are two rounds in that. The first round ends 15th of May, giving away seven separate Master Lock 6835s, which will be used for the second round of the giveaway. So uh, make sure you get over there and check that out if you haven't already. Looks like a pretty fun challenge. I won't go through all the rules this time. Panda Frog is still having the hashtag SpeedPanda1500 giveaway. Um, quick one of that is you have to speed pick a lock and submit it to speedlocks.org. Follow all the rules. And the entry is valid once the speed pick is accepted by the admins. There will be four separate winners in that, and it ends the 1st of May. Head over to his channel, link in the show notes for all the rules. Rune Picker does uh, tend to give away the challenge locks he picks in a giveaway on Saturdays. So you can go over to his channel and check that out. Pandafrog also has his monthly giveaway for challenge coin and locks. Currently, the April giveaway is running, and he's got three separate giveaway prizes pools running this month so make sure you head over to his channel and check it out again link in the show notes clk supplies has their hashtag lock boss giveaway every week make sure you head over to their channel check those out if you're into the giveaway thing star lock and pocket women do the hashtag shout out monday series where they each highlight a channel with fewer than 100 subscribers they try to incentivize you to head over there and check out those channels and comment by uh star lock holds a giveaway every month for a 20 pound law lock tools gift certificate so make sure you head over there check that out and check out those new channels and show them some support i have my what is currently called the pack lock a month giveaway but as i said at the beginning of the video i am thinking about changing some of that up again so stay tuned for further details but for now the giveaway is still running for a pack lock a month for providing information or sharing this podcast Remember, this podcast needs the support of the community. I need the news, links, information, anything you have that's Locksport related that you can get to me. I need it uh, to share with the community. It saves me a lot of time and work if you get that stuff to me and I don't have to go searching for it. Um, you can subscribe on Patreon or PayPal if you want to. Thank you uh, for all your help and keep it legal. Oh, <laughs>